0: Welcome to the Fergus Falls Business Spotlight Podcast, the show that takes a deep dive into local businesses and the individuals that run our community. To guide you along the way, here's your host, Jacob Bittner.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another episode. I'm here these are my favorite ones. Not to take anything away from you, uh, I don't want to call them real businesses, but these musicians who make a, make a career out of their music, these are my favorite people to talk to. This is like, these are my favorite episodes to do. They're a little bit unique. I got a feeling I'm gonna get into a pretty interesting story with a pretty unique guy. Um, I'm here with Darren Quam this morning. So how you doing?
0: Man? Um, excellent, Jacob. Thanks awesome. for having me yeah, on the show.
1: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I saw My intro to Darren was at Outstate. I saw him playing at Outstate one night. And, you know, I don't want to stereotype you at all. But I was like, what's this guy? Is he just, like, really into his music right now? Is this guy maybe on some type of a psychedelic drug? Like, this guy is in the zone, (laughs) you know? You are are in the zone, like, more more than I've ever seen uh, someone up there by themselves. Darren's got a really cool, unique style. He plays a we'll talk about the looper pedal and your style of music and how all that works but yeah it's really really cool seeing somebody who's talented enough to do that um the the real one man band where you're creating like a super full sound all by yourself so i'm really uh-huh. really into that style of music so
0: Gosh. um well thank you for the nice <laughs> words yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah i really dig it too
1: <laughs> yeah so I do have to give a shout-out to my sponsors. We picked up a new sponsor. Uh, Mama Sheena's is joining the joining the show as a sponsor. So thank you very much for that. Um, also, Hotel 8, uh, Victor Lundin's, Elevate, uh, Swan Lake Resort and Campground. Yoga is at Swan Lake Sundays at 9 a.m. I just learned the time on that. So if you guys want to get out and enjoy some community yoga at 9 a.m., Swan Lake is the place to do it. And then we're drinking Stumbino's coffee this morning. If I'm talking... Mm. A little faster than normal it's because i'm trying to keep up with gus comstock here gus comstock as you guys know from some previous episodes it looks like he drank 85 cups of coffee in seven hours which which made him the world coffee drinking champion at the time i'm probably on like cup five or sm- five or so this morning so not quite to gus comstock level but i'm definitely uh feeling the Stumbinos this morning. So you got yourself a cup. How does it
0: taste? Oh, it's delicious as always. Yeah, Yeah. it's great. I love this coffee. It's great.
1: Well, Darren, let's get... Before we get into your music and talk about that, let's get into... And it's all going to blend together, but let's talk about your personal background a little bit. Where were you born?
0: Well, I was born here in Fergus Falls. Grew up in Battle Lake. Um, Okay. So yeah, we grew up in town. How Uh, old are you? uh, Right now I'm 31. Okay, gotcha. So... Yeah, I grew up in town um, in Battle Lake um, till I was probably, ooh, let's see, 12 or 13. Then we moved kind of out into the countryside, Fisk Lake, in between Battle Lake and Underwood. Okay. So that was nice, you know, being a kid, being able to just run around in the woods and, you know, kind of, because I love the nature. So getting more into nature, just uh, having a home out there kind of outside of a city or a town was great. Yeah. Heck yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and when did you get first get exposed to music? Did your parents were your parents musicians?
0: Uh yeah. My mom plays guitar and um sings and uh, banjo. She likes a lot of different instruments. Okay. Um so yeah, growing up, you know, I was kind of uh, a rebel, so <laughs> I didn't really want to do anything that, you know, someone told me to do, but uh, you know, I was told to be in band and choir and, and things, so I did have some music background there, even though I, I tried every, my hardest not to participate, <laughs> kind of, and I, I wish I would have uh, paid attention learning, you know, piano and piano lessons back in the day. But um, yeah, I did have some of that, and and it is kind of deep in me, even though I didn't really try to soak it in as a kid, you know, you just right. soak kind of everything in as a kid. Um, but yeah, kind of that, that age of you know, when you become a teenager, 13, 14, I was kind of like, okay, I'm over it. Too cool for school. And then uh, <laughs> around the age of 15, I yeah picked up a guitar.
1: Okay. That's when you first started playing music? Yeah. And then it was okay. like,
0: oh, okay, wait a second. Yeah. I think I really like this. And then, awesome. yeah, I was introduced to some great music. You know, I have an older sister that you know, I went to the first concert with her, and I remember listening to Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix, oh, yeah. and you know, The Doors and cool. Led Zeppelin, things like that, and going, "Oh man, yeah, Heck I gotta, yeah. I gotta do that. I gotta try it."
1: Heck yeah. <laughs> so you kind of have that. Uh, it's like a bluesy, alternative island music kind of. I mean, I don't know what, how you would explain your genre of music.
0: Yeah, I don't really know either. I, I like a lot of stuff, so it kinda comes out different. Um like I'm blues is kinda at the roots for me. Everything has a little bit of blues if if I play it if I want to or not, it's gonna have a right. little bit of blues in it. But uh yeah, I really love all types of music. Anything really musical, you know, that's out yeah. there. Well, different
1: we, well, I've got your new uh I think it's your latest single, Daydreaming. Is yeah. that right? I've yep. got that queued up for the outro. So oh, right stick on. around for the whole episode and listen to uh, listen to this new song. I think it's a great song. Oh. I, I I loved it. I loved it. I was like, dang, this hits in a lot of different ways for sure. So, <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Um, so let's go back to your 15, picking up the guitar. First, first off, before you got into music at all, and maybe it was around the same time. Did you have like jobs in high school? Like, what were your first jobs? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I think my first job, I worked over at the Standard Station in Battle Lake, um, just kind of doing odd jobs, cleaning stuff up, doing whatever they needed to me, me to do in the shop or whatever, mostly cleaning things. Um, and then from there, I worked at the lodge on Otter Tail at a resort and I really like that, yeah, because it was kind of something different every day, you know, fixing docks or boat lifts or okay. mowing the lawn, Main building a guy. deck, yeah, cool. tiling a cabin, all different kind of things. Heck yeah. yeah!
1: So you are a you're a handyman in 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 general. You can fix things yourself. Well, when they come up, oh. not, not really, <laughs> but <laughs> cool. So. You're 15, pick up the guitar. Did you start playing with other people right away? Or were you kind of a learning how to do it on your own?
0: You know, I, I was, like, obsessed instantly with the guitar. So I just tried learning everything. Anything I really liked, I tried to learn it. And then, yeah, I was kind of thinking, wow, you know, I really need to get a band going. So then in, in school, uh, the only other person that I even knew played anything else, uh, Todd Biederman, had played at a talent show, played guitar and I thought wow, wow, he's great. Like maybe we can get together. Even though we weren't really uh on the same level before we were into music. I got a little
1: I got apparently got my phone hooked up into the soundboard today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no worries. <laughs> but yeah, so we we kind of got together and and started jamming and decided yeah, let's make a band. And uh yeah, then then we just spent so pretty much all our Todd, time. Todd, I'll
1: have to get Todd on at some point. Yeah. Um, but where is he from? Uh he's How'd from guys... Battle Lake as okay, well. Okay. So yeah. you guys knew each other. Yeah, from... we,
0: we grew up, I oh, okay. mean ever since preschool, uh knowing each other and we didn't always quite get along and then we got into music and then we were hanging out twenty-four seven, working on music for years. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Okay. So is Todd the same age as you then? Yep. Okay, gotcha. Okay. And then um, you graduated in, what, 2010?
0: Yep. Okay.
1: Yep, and then did you go to college?
0: Uh, no. I, I went to Mankato um, just for like a semester, kind of try it out, even though I kind of knew. I really didn't see myself at that point um, going to college. But uh, I do enjoy learning things. You dipped your toe just, in the college world water. Yeah. <laughs> I was more like, well, I want to, you know, Rock and roll. I don't really. Yeah, <laughs> want honestly, to study at the moment, there's a
1: theme. There's a theme, and it goes like uh, with a lot. Like I know Zach Thomas. I had him on, and he he went to like one year of college. And like, there's this theme, and it's not just the musicians that come on here, but there's a theme amongst a lot of these entrepreneurs that like, yeah, I tried college, it wasn't for me, and I think that there's something to be said about that as far as not really needing. Um, formal education. If you know what, if you have a passion and you, that you're going to chase in life, you know you can yeah. just chase that passion. I think college is overrated.
0: Yeah, um, you in know, general. And I, you know? we kind of get the option of, like, when you're done with high school, it's kind of like you got to go to college or you missed it. Which, I mean, you can kind of go to college whenever you want in life. So mm-hmm. if you have something you're passionate about, why not follow it?
1: Right. So. Let's go back to con- is it was it confusion at the time was that the name of the band that you and Todd started back yeah, in the day so yep. you were in high school when you started that band yeah
0: we were in high school and yeah. started
1: playing was that you were getting paid gigs at that point
0: uh, yeah the first year probably not or maybe just a couple bucks I don't remember but um, yeah after a while we started playing local bars and stuff you know we we're still in high school so that was uh, you definitely learn a lot when you're <laughs> out playing uh, yeah. at you know, all night long on the weekends, and then going back to school, and um, but yeah, we got we had a, we got pretty lucky being able to play. You know, local businesses giving us a chance as kids just yeah. starting the band. You know, we really learned a lot. You know, just playing little bars.
1: Like okay. yeah. So how long are you? You guys still play together? Every or? once in a while. Every yeah. Once in a while. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How long um before you? Found like a new, like, how long did you guys play together? How many bands have you been in? Like, how many Uh, music groups have you been in? Not
0: a whole lot. I mean, I was, let's see, well, started the first band with Confusion, um, which we still do play every once in a while. Um, When I did go down to Mankato, I joined a band there and played for a while. That was fun. Um, Played a little bit with the Von Dahls around, Um, also a local band when I was probably like 17, 18. 19 in there. I can't quite remember the age, but that's pretty much it. Um, I always enjoy jamming with other people and things, but uh, as far as projects go, uh, that's pretty much it. And
1: then, so you, how long did you spend in Mankato? Oh,
0: not too long, maybe a year, yeah. Okay. Because I had had, my older sister went to school and lived down there too, so I just kind of went down there, tried the school, and yeah, ended up joining that band, and that was kind of more my thing. You know, so when I kind of had the balances out, well, I'm not really enjoying the and were school. You getting, and were you
1: getting paid at that point or were you working other jobs in Mankato to, to support that? At that
0: point, no, I was kind of looking for a job down there and wasn't really happening. Um, so then when I did move back, yeah, I kind of felt like uh, I'd like to get things going back home again, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: So did you like, what did you do for money? Or were you Um, you just like a grungy hippie sleeping (laughs) on couches? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah,
0: pretty much. When did you get the dreads?
1: When did did you get the dreads? Um, Because that's dedication right there. Those look like they've been multiple years in the workings.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They probably started growing, oh, man, when I was about... 18, 19. Okay. Yeah, so it's been a while. You've had, yeah. that, you've had that look for a while. I like <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, right? you it know, does, I didn't I didn't yeah. choose it, but it chose me, and uh, <laughs> it's just an ongoing experiment heck still. Yeah, so. Heck yeah, heck <laughs> yeah.
1: So then when you got, how old were you when you moved back to the area then? What, 20 or so?
0: Yeah, yeah. I was only down there for like a year, you know, and I thought, you know, right when I got down there, I thought, well, maybe I'll start something here. and But uh, no, when I got back home, I thought, oh, this was nice, and, to get back home and to you know start playing shows around the area again and, um,
1: and you were back to playing with Todd. Yeah. at that time confusion kind of got back together. So you guys yeah. split up
0: for a year or so and then got back together and started playing again. Yeah, I think that I think that's how it went. Yeah, we hadn't. Yeah, because when I was down in Mankato, we hadn't uh, played any gigs pretty much for that year. Um, then when I came back, yeah, we just got right back to it and had plenty of places to play again, which yeah. was. Uh, Lucky for us. So that would have been 2012-ish. Yeah. And
1: then how many other people were in that um,
0: band with you and Todd? Um, We've gone through a few different drummers, all very talented, great drummers. Um, Like Nate Bladel was one of our first drummers, and he's an incredible drummer. Played with us for many years. Um, And then our other main drummer, Matt Jacoby, and he played with us for many years as well. And then most recently, we'd been playing with John Hunter, and he's from New London, um, so those have been the main main band members that swap in and out with uh, Todd and I. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: And then you mentioned you started playing guitar when you were fifteen. Did you? Are you? Do you play other instruments as well?
0: Yeah, a little bit of of other instruments. Um, guitar is my main instrument. The other ones I can, you know, kind of hold a tune on, but nothing special. <laughs> gotcha.
1: So when you perform now, and we'll we'll maybe figure out how we transition from confusion into your solo gig and and the timeline of that but you basically play now with just a guitar and you have a looper pedal and you build everything if it, for those of you who are listening who don't know what a looper pedal is it's i don't know when those when the, that technology came to be but it's got to be relatively modern yeah um yeah and and it basically allows you to you hit a button with your foot or whatever and you play a play a couple bars, and then you can loop those bars over, and then you can hit it again and add more to it and build more to it. And then um, the, the couple people that I've seen locally that are really, really good at it, Um I, I know Bert, Chris Bertrand isn't from around here, but I've seen him play at Outstate. He's really good at it, and you're very, very, very good at building those full, full um, songs. So when did you start working with With that, like, first of all, how long did you guys, confusion, when did you guys kind of fade? You guys still play together a little. Yeah,
0: we still play together a little. Todd's got
1: his own kind of things, and you are obviously more of a, 6 you've found a lot of success as a solo artist now. So when did you start doing those, um, like the looping and that solo stuff? Or did Um, you start solo before you started doing the looping?
0: uh, Oh, that's a good question. I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure I, I started looping, um kind of at the same time as I started doing some solo shows. Um, and, you know, it was it was just uh, kind of the music that just kept me going. I wanted to just keep playing different styles of music. You know, I love Bob Dylan, and I love uh, things that are kind of more softer or towards the acoustic side or just a different vibe that you can kind of do with the band. So I kind of got into that. And yeah, it just kind of started taking off and I was just kind of learning how to use the looper pedal a little bit and takes a lot of practice to get the timing right, you know, so I, I uh, just kept on it and uh, eventually it kind of becomes second nature.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that like, it's impressive enough when just like if you're watching someone jam, but to be able to execute that in a live show without people realizing what's going on. I think a lot of people will listen to you and they don't even realize what's happening, which is that that's the yeah. that's a that's like a good it's it, it is like all probably way way harder than just like playing your instrument
0: up there adding that technical aspect it's, to it. Yeah, sometimes if you start thinking about it it gets really difficult, but if you yeah. can kind of get over the thinking process and it becomes second nature cuz even at some shows, yeah, people come up and say, "Wow, if I was doing music again, I would do like you're doing, playing with pre-recorded backing tracks. And I say, well, I'm, I'm not playing with pre-recording backing tracks. I'm live looping. And they say, what? Because
1: <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah. like, so, it kind of turns into like that, uh you get to build a song over time. It's usually like a five, six, eight to eight minute song as opposed to just like a two or three minute yeah, slam yeah. it in their face kind of thing it's like sets the tone and builds yeah. builds anticipation for what's about to happen. Right. So, um, when did you start doing your solo your solo gigs? You know how many years ago that was?
0: Oh, yeah, that was probably oh, let's see. 7 or 8 years ago, something okay. like that. Yeah, and it's been just kind of a you know, kind of a journey of figuring out what works and what doesn't work. And, you know, some things that I, I really want to play, but you just can't pull it off with, uh, you know, being one person and a guitar. Yeah.
1: So you were doing on the side then, this maintenance work in Battle Lake. Was that kind of like...
0: A little bit. Yeah. Actually, I worked here in, in uh, at Falls Baking Company for, for okay. many years. Yeah. Yeah. And they were great to me and still are and uh, love those guys. And- yeah.
1: So how long did you have... You don't have other jobs now, do you? Are you are a full time musician? No, now. yeah,
0: yeah, full time. When I, did
1: you go like full time? Like when would you have quit quit your other jobs and just dis- and like realize it was something you could do full time?
0: Yeah, um, I think this is maybe my third year just being full time. Okay, second or third year yeah. uh, must be the th- yeah something like that.
1: <laughs> and that was all solo stuff then. When you went full time, it was all solo work because it's probably hard to when you're booking. These places, there's only so much money that these venues can put out. Bands are hard to, it's hard to yeah. pay and then slice up the pie to where the band actually, each individual member makes money. Definitely. So when you go solo and are you able to do it yourself, you can, you get a hundred percent of the pie and that was kind of probably a motivation. You'd love to probably play with a band, but financially it makes sense to be a solo yeah
0: solo act and and just kind of the way that the business was going uh things definitely changed a bit too after the pandemic where um businesses kind of wanted you know they could just have a one-man band pay one person smaller setup uh you know everything's just a little more simple um and then so that kind of works and I just ended up doing a lot of that and there's a lot of breweries and, and places that, that like that kind of music, just a one man band and yep. creates a nice atmosphere too. You know, you yep. don't have to worry about uh drums and, you know, having a, a bunch of people playing it kind of gets louder and louder and yeah.
1: Yeah. So from a, um, like a business perspective, do you have like a sole proprietorship or like, do you have like a formal business structure that you go off of
0: at the moment? No, I'm, just been winging it for years and gotcha. <laughs> trying to uh you know kind of hone it down and and figure out the best way to do things that's kind of always so what I'm thinking of. How
1: do you and and you know the IRS isn't listening but do you I don't, do <laughs> I, don't about, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. How do you like how do you work it from like a from like a business perspective like do you I mean I don't you don't have to tell me but like do you have taxes that you have to file and all yeah, that stuff for yeah, your brand? Yeah. It gets that?
0: a little difficult with with all that um Especially because yeah, you know, if you're working for a company I hate
1: taxes, by the know,
0: way. Yeah, I, I
1: you know, like yeah. I say avoid taxes if you can avoid taxes. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, none of us uh, like it. But um yeah, you know, it gets really difficult with especially when you know, if you're working for one person and they're sending you a form and that's pretty much it. But you when you're working for all these different businesses and they're sending you what they paid you and you're getting all these different forms. And, uh, you know, you, you kind of have to, uh, really step back and, and say, okay, it's part of the job. I need to figure out how I'm going to do this, do it the right way. And
1: right. It's probably uh, something you're still probably figuring out. Oh as you go, yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? So
0: every year I think, oh man, next year I got to do this a little different. Well, I think
1: by default, if you don't do anything, I think by default you become like a sole proprietor. Kind of is 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 sort of how that works. Okay. And and whatever income was what it ten ninety nine or whatever whatever income self employment income you claim you kind of yeah. like by default become a sole proprietor. Yeah. So, um, talk about then how the booking like the book the you started booking gigs. You said two or three years ago that was about the time Fergus Brewing and Outstate opened in in our area here. Yeah. You're from Battle Lake. There's tons of um, places to play in the, um, summer months around there. Yeah. Uh, we'll get kind of get into your tour dates a little bit, uh, further into the episode, but how did you find, was it gigs that you had played with confusion that kind of set you up to be able to find your first solo gigs?
0: Yeah, I think, I think a little bit, yeah, definitely the first few ones, you know, it's places that i would maybe played with a band or something and they kind of knew, knew of me. And then kind of went down the option like, well, I could do an acoustic thing maybe earlier in the evening or something. And, yeah, eventually just kind of word of mouth. Um, I'd, I'd get some, some gigs different places, and just at those gigs people would come up and maybe say, hey, I've got a friend who owns this place or yeah. something like that. So, you know, also I've sent some stuff out, but a lot of it has just been getting out there, playing where I can, and people enjoying it and, Passing along the the word to, to people who own other businesses.
1: Yeah. And then I saw you had, as far as the stuff like you have recorded, like the studio stuff you have recorded, I, it looked like on, I didn't really get into Spotify at all, but it looked like on YouTube you had stuff that went back like three years or so. That's kind of when you started recording yeah. some stuff. Yeah, I or? think
0: I put the first album out, um, let's see, that would have been, yeah, 2020.
1: Do you want to talk about I think, the, yeah. that? those
0: albums? Yeah. Um, how
1: much music you got out there? Yeah. Time, yeah.
0: Yeah, I got two. Well, I guess you'd maybe call them EPs, whatever people want to call them. Uh, I've got two of them out. One, the first one I put out is a little more acoustic. Actually, it's pretty much there's one electric guitar part on a solo in the song, but all the rest is on the acoustic guitar. Um, and there's five songs on that EP. And then I put that out in the spring of 2020, I believe. Okay. And then in the fall of 2020 I put out kind of like the the yin and the yang this the other one's a little more electric and um like with a full band kind of more rock and roll psychedelic blues yeah so those were kind of the first things I put out and I was extremely nervous I didn't know what to do but I I just recorded all the parts except for the drums I am no good on the drums luckily my my good friend John great drummer so you
1: did the studio but you just recorded in sections and you play everything in that yeah yeah awesome. so yeah okay. it took
0: a lot of time you know just recording and then once i got everything about as good as i could get it I, I brought it over to Aaron Sunday, yeah, um, and he's you know a wizard with, with audio engineering. So yeah.
1: still trying to get him on the podcast. Oh he's, yeah, he's not going to do it though. He's yeah. like, if you guys see Aaron Sunday back, hey, I want to hear your story on the yeah. podcast. You guys should bug him about it because uh, I don't think he wants to do I'm it. Gonna, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, get a hold of him, tell him yeah. he's a
1: great. Yeah, he's got a great, great gig going on. Yeah. I know he's just setting up that new studio. Um, yeah, downtown right now, so there's going to be a lot of opportunities for local musicians to get some, get some good stuff. Right. Recorded yeah. Him, he does so. great
0: work. Yeah. I'll bring, I'll bring stuff over to him when I can get it as good as I can. And then we'll mix a little bit together and then he'll master it. And it's kind of the process we've used.
1: So did you guys have any, um, old recordings with confusion? Did you guys do any we studio did. stuff? with that? We went to that? the
0: studio once. We went to a pretty cool studio in St. Paul. Um, but so we got all the raw tracks we we booked like 10 hours straight and just did as much as we could and it was really exhausting and and everything but we we had pretty good raw cuts and then uh, in the mixing we had a friend mix it and master it and it just didn't quite turn out the way we wanted and it was cool to have uh, we still have some CDs floating around um but yeah I never really never really took off too much yeah so you got
1: um. The couple EPs out, yeah. and then um, this n- just new solo or new single?
0: Yeah, I put out two singles last year. Okay. Um, yeah, I put out a single maybe in the summer, and then another single late in the fall. Yeah, early, early winter. Actually, wasn't even... I was off traveling already by the time I'd set the yeah. release dates. So. And I,
1: I like, we'll play that that this daydreaming song at the at the outro here. Cool. But it's <laughs> like, you get you you uh, share good messages with your music as well. Uh-huh. Like I can I can tell that you're like, uh, you're uh, not you know the the music is the music, and then you have a um, you have a inspiration, clear inspiration. I felt like behind some of this stuff as far as like talking about real stuff that's going on in the world, and you, you it feels like your kind of worldview gets incorporated into those lyrics a lot.
2: Oh, thanks, Yeah, man. so
1: I don't know if you want to talk about your inspiration behind that and your background and maybe how you view the world a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, um, I guess anything that I'm, I want to work on musically, it's got to kind of come from somewhere and have a soul and a spirit of its own. Like, uh, you know, maybe if there's something that I'm trying to work out, maybe just because it's some cool lick or something. But if it doesn't quite have a, a meaning, I don't know, it's, it's meaningless. <laughs> right. So I like everything, you know, if I want to put something out, especially something that means something to me and hopefully means something to other people. And, yeah. and you know, just kind of like with the Daydreaming song, um, actually a lot of the songs I, I have are inspired by travel, and I love travel, it's kind of my second passion
1: where um, all have you... You want to talk about where you've been? Oh, some, geez, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, well, I did a, one of my first backpacking trips through Europe, you know, and I'd, I'd gone through the Netherlands and, and uh, Belgium and Spain, Portugal, um, France, uh, Morocco, Italy, that kind of thing, and did some other traveling and... Playing
1: know, music along the way? A little bit,
0: yeah. Yep. Yeah. Finding jam sessions and, and stuff. Where it all was fun, Yeah. And then the last few years, I've fallen in love with going to South and Central America. And okay. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I've got a lot of friends in, in Guatemala. That's kind of the main place I've been going back. I think I'll go back there again. But also, yeah, last year, going through Guatemala and El Salvador and Nicaragua and Costa Rica and been through Panama and and, oh. you know, Colombia and Argentina and Brazil, Peru, Ecuador. Wow. Uh, Chile. <laughs> you got a full, you got
1: a passport. All over, you yeah. You got a full yeah. passport book there. Yeah. Dang. so
0: I And I've just really enjoyed it. But, yeah, it definitely does um, its work with the music as well, you know. And a lot of the songs are inspired by just things, experiences and things I've seen traveling. And, you know, your, your perspective really, your day-to-day life. Your perspective is always changing, you know. So when you when you do a trip like that or something, too, and you just see different parts of the world, how people are living, how things are going, what's happening, yeah, it definitely comes through in the music.
1: Yeah, I, that makes a lot of sense actually hearing this now because – I couldn't really put a finger on the genre you play, but it's it's very multicultural inspi- inspiration. You've got like a bunch of, it's not just Western culture music. There's that, that you know, s- that all different parts of the world kind of like do show up in, in your style. So I can yeah. see that now. That's yeah. So let's talk a little bit. We can talk more about your solo gig, but you mentioned to me before we started recording, you have this new group that you're kind of, playing with now?
0: Yeah, we haven't. uh, We've just been going by Darren Quam and friends. Um, My brother-in-law, Moises, is a great musician. He plays the bass. Um, And then we have John Hunter on on the drums, and he's uh, been playing with us for a few years. Um, He actually has recorded all the drums on everything I've released. Anything that has drums on it, he's he's on it. Um, So, yeah, we've been playing shows together and trying to... Focus a little more on the original music, um, mixing it in with stuff we like to play, covers as well, but kind of, you know, more focused on the original stuff, which is nice. What
1: uh, do you do for when you're like playing by yourself? Um, Shoot, I didn't watch your whole set at Outstate, but you do a lot of that original looper build one man band stuff you do covers as well what would would you say percentage wise you usually mix in there
0: it depends on a lot if i'm at a place where i just try to feel it out i'll sneak in some originals here and there and do a lot of more covers um but sometimes there's places where i know they kind of want to hear original stuff and and i enjoy it i enjoy playing covers and originals so so um yeah, depends on the situation. But I've got a lot of original songs that I'd like to get recording. I actually just am getting my recording set up. Again, I've had some technical issues. Okay. So hopefully I'll be coming out with some more stuff soon. But All
1: right. You got uh, anything you want to hint at as far as the that? Is it more of that sort of bluesy, islandy, alternative music sort of?
0: A little bit of everything, you know? Some of it's kind of... I don't know, a little bit more like jam band stuff, but also some of it's a little more like um, blues finger-picking style. And also even have some songs that I picked up, um, like Bossa Nova stuff. I remember hearing some Brazilian guys playing and kind of seeped into into the music. So, yeah, a lot of different stuff.
1: So I'm looking here at future gigs. You are, wow, you are busy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, we're talking... It's, let's see, it's, we're recording this on the 27th, but it looks like you're playing, people won't get this till the following Friday. So the Friday after the 4th of July is when people get it. Okay. But, um, so that'll be, it looks like the 6th in Vergas. You got the July 7th in at Ashby Brewing Company. I mean, you're July 7th, 8th, 9th. 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, you you play like every single day somewhere. Pretty huh? much. Yeah. It's so a lot of battle Lake, uh, n- you know, new London. I'm trying to Fargo, Otter Tail, Vergas. Looks like you're going to be in Fergus falls at outstate on July 21st is the next time you're actually in Fergus falls, but there's plenty of right. plenty of, uh, Chances to go see you in Ottertail. It looks like. Yeah,
0: I've got a couple uh, weekly gigs too that I play. Like every Thursday, every Wednesday I'm out at the Otter in Ottertail. Okay. Thursday nights I'm out at Blackboard by Virgus, and the rest are all over the place. But yeah, yeah, been really lucky to be able to play uh, so close to home. You know, where I don't have to travel. I can go sleep in my own bed at night.
1: And- so most of these are solo. It looks like you got a gig in Ottertail with Darren Kwam and friends end of July.
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think we've got, um, well, let's see. Yeah, this podcast won't come out till later, but <laughs> this yeah. weekend, yeah, I've got a gig with the band on Saturday, a gig with the band on Sunday. Um, and then the next week, I think the 9th of, I don't know if I have that one on the website, the 9th of July we'll be playing with the band at Phelps Mill Festival during the yep. day on a Sunday. Okay, um, cool. But yeah, the most... I think we have a handful of shows in July with the band, but most are solo shows. Yeah. Okay.
1: And then it looks like everything is kind of within our area here. Do you ever get into touring other places? Do you go on like you hit the road and go on tours? Like will you go to will you get out of the area at all?
0: Um, not recently not so much. Um, we used to play with the band, like we'd go out and do some stuff in Montana or random stuff and South Dakota or Iowa, but it's been a while. And, um, I'd like to, I'd like to reach out and get to different areas, but I've been so lucky to be able to play around home and, and being able to, to be home at a decent time and, and have a good healthy meal and and good healthy sleep is good too. So, um, but I would like to like to branch out, you know?
1: Yeah. Cool. And then as far as, uh, the future goes, do you see more solo stuff more with the band growing? What do you um, kind of feel the I'm direction hop- things are going?
0: I'm hoping like a good balance of both because I really love both worlds of, you know, playing with the band and, and playing solo. I, I just love them equally. So. Now,
1: these guys you play with, they have other jobs?
0: Uh, Yeah, actually, uh, John Hunter, the drummer, he's playing in, oh, I don't even know how many bands right now. He's, okay. <laughs> he's playing a lot. Um, My brother-in-law always says, yeah, he has a job. Uh, He's kind of working summer hours now, which is... I don't really know what that means. A little less, I guess. So he's looking to play, play more music. Um, and do you and Todd still
1: play get together and play? Do you guys have anything scheduled where you guys are playing together? A this little year?
0: bit. We played one. What was that? Last weekend, two weeks ago. I can't remember. Um, but we did play one just recently, and that was really fun getting back together. And, and that's you
1: play under the name Confusion still when you guys get together and play. Yeah, Sweet. yeah. Okay.
0: So, cool. so yeah, that's fun. And uh, I think we got we're gonna play one more in Duluth. In mid August, I think, with confusion. Otherwise, there might be some other random ones popping yeah. up. Yeah,
1: but so this is like—I mean, this must be like one day. You, I can't believe how packed. Usually, I look at these people's schedules and they're like, okay, they play weekends or here and there. But you, li- like, literally are like pretty much every night of the week. You're yeah, it's no pretty much every day. Yeah that's, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Um, is there anything else we should be talking about with your background? Any got any unique? things that you want to add about kind of your inspiration behind your music?
0: Um, Not really, you know, it's just kind of been trying to stay open to things, you know, and just following, kind of just following your, your, I don't even know what you'd call it, your ear, just listening and hearing Hearing kind of things in a different way or just openly, where maybe not trying to categorize things Mm -hmm. or draw lines and borders and separate things, hearing everything as one and just kind of picking up what you like and taking it and using it as your own. And, you know, because there's so much things when you're trying to, I don't know, when you're playing original music, you know, there's only so many notes and there's only so many things, you know, you can't reinvent the wheel. So obviously you have inspirations and you're using what you know. And so just trying to stay open and, and be open about that too. And be like, wow, I think this came from there. Or Who knows, who cares, but this is what, what uh, sounds good to me, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, let's get into a little bit of uh, mistakes, Oh, and yeah. advice Plenty. we'll start with we'll start with uh, we'll start with some of the biggest <laughs> mistakes you've made as whether it be as a musician or in life but just some biggest mistakes f- that some other people could maybe avoid <laughs> oh
0: yeah yeah I'd say one big mistake uh, being a musician is maybe like when you're when you're getting going and you're picking up speed and you're just you know kind of getting things going and people are responding well and you get into that there's kind of that big myth about the rock star lifestyle, you know. And if you go down that path, I don't know, it's it's a dark weird path. <laughs> so and it's kind of uh part of the the business, I don't know. You know, you get to some place and if you're with a band, they say, "Oh, the band's here," you know, maybe get them all a bunch of drinks or let them do whatever they want, you know. It's uh you got to kind of keep a I don't know, consciousness of, okay, you know, you don't have to fall into the, the cliche. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: so you don't have to be partying up there. You don't. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. yeah,
0: you don't have to be the rock star, yep. you know, so.
1: And you've probably fallen into those oh, moments in life. Yeah, times. yeah. Well, it's know. hard to
0: not drink the
1: drink when they're giving <laughs> yeah. you the free drink, right? Yeah, it's always,
0: <laughs> you show up and it's like, all right, the band can drink as much as they want for free or you know, so it's it's, you know, I've never lost track of the music. Thank God, that's probably it's what has saved me is the music and and things. But yeah, you know, early on, just being able to experiment and go down that kind of rock star road for a little while, it's like, well, you know, yeah, you got you can't you can't go there forever. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the favorite musicians, you know, they didn't make it past twenty seven, and mm. yeah, you got it. Yeah, that's.
1: That's a that's a thing. That's a theme. Yeah. That's a theme. Twenty-seven is the year that a lot of people, yeah. That's yeah. that's something yeah. else to think so, about. Yeah. So
0: just like in every every aspect of life, no matter what business you're in, you gotta, you know, stay healthy and, mm-hmm. and be, be good to yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How about uh best business advice? Ooh. They
1: kind of go hand in hand, but best yeah. business
0: advice. Um I would say always a hundred percent with everything, you know. If you're going to do something, like do it hundred percent because, you know, if you're kind of doing things or you're just kind of, you're just going to get that kind of results, you know, mm-hmm. kind of wish washy. But if you, if you give it a hundred percent, I mean, there's nothing else you could have done. So yeah, just hope for the best. <laughs> that's
1: right. That's right. Um, how can the people get a hold of you?
0: Um, I do have a new website with all my contact info on, so it's darrenquam.com. And it's got my email, my phone, all my social media pages, um, and links to all my music as well.
1: Sweet, sweet. Um, cool. Well, that was good. I, I'm interested in if you have anything else you want to add before we get out of here. Um, otherwise, I'm going to send them out with some daydreaming.
0: Yeah, no, I just want to thank you for having me on. And yeah. this has been great. And good to chat a little bit about yeah. it, you know. and
1: yeah. It'll be fun for people to hear your story. Yeah, so.
0: it's always interesting, you know, when you're mixing when you get to that point where you're you're kind of doing an art form and then it becomes a business, yeah, and it's like okay, these two worlds are crossing, yep. and it, it, it's something that you maybe wouldn't have expected, but kind of how it is, and and uh, I I really enjoy all of it. So. Yeah,
1: well, I definitely want to do my part to uh, legitimize all you musicians as business people. Well, because, thank you, because it, it's
0: yeah. sometimes you know you get written off as. You know, absolutely. like you're not really working and you're not, but it's a lot of work just like every other business. <laughs> it yeah, is. Yeah. I mean, it's probably more yeah, in a lot you, of aspects. <laughs> you don't really have a lot of people helping you out. It's kind of, uh, you're on your own, you're a musician mm-hmm. and you just go out and do it. But, uh, yeah. you know, it is what it is and I really enjoy all of it. So absolutely.
1: Well, I appreciate you coming in and taking the time to do this. I, like oh. I said, I do think people are really going to enjoy hearing this story, getting to, uh getting to know you as opposed to just listen to your music. I think this is a good, good opportunity for people to do that. Um, I do want to thank all of my sponsors again, uh, fresh and fancy by Mama Sheena's get out and get some food uh, over there. Uh, Hotel eight Victor Lundin company, elevate Swan Lake resort and campground and this delicious Stumbino's coffee here. So Um, If you guys want to join the show as a sponsor, the best way to get a hold of me is uh, ffbspodcast at gmail.com. I'll have that in the show description as well as a link to Darren's website, and um, all of our sponsors will be in there as well. So thank you guys for joining me, and we're going to send you guys out with a little daydreaming here. Awesome.
2: there has got to be a better way to deal with the problems that we got today. Don't let the lonely wounded souls go astray. We can find a better way. Don't let the fear and the anger control you. That's the place where they want you to go to. Deep down, we're all the same. So don't play that evil game, I've been daydreaming. The ocean's full of plastic and there ain't no denying We've got to change our ways And we can find them better days More and more and more we consume There's too much garbage and we're running out of room. Yeah, load it up Blasted to the moon Same sad story Gonna be there soon I've been daydreaming All night long For a better world For a better world I've been daydreaming All night long For a better world that we eat burning down the jungle just to risk some of me well, we can change it's a difficult feat take the power back from the elite well, being strong is all about help and helping the hurting with what they would tell you never know quite how it felt We've got to share the world. I've been daydreaming all night long for a better world. For a better world, I've been daydreaming. is sick the energy will flee when the mind is sick you'll never be free when a soul is sleeping you'll never see that all the answers are inside of thee hopes not lost will be fine if we open up our hearts and free our minds leave the a negative a behind live with love I've been daydreaming All night long For a better world For a better world I've been daydreaming